to see today's photo, go to mtforchrist.org or follow me, M.T. Clark, on Facebook or Twitter. Good morning. Today's photo of a blazing sun obscured by palms and other trees over a Florida forest pathway comes to us from yours truly as I reach back into the iPhone's photo archives to retrieve this scene from February 20, 2022, from my honeymoon trip to Tampa. Well, it's Friday, and I am thinking about Florida this morning because two weeks, two weeks out from now, prayerfully, uh, I'm getting on a plane to return to the Sunshine State for a mini blended family vacation to the Magic Kingdom. That's right, in two weeks, I'm going to Disney World. So not only am I thanking God that it is Friday today, I'm also thankful for the ability to make plans and accomplish goals. I can't claim that Disney was a long-term goal, because it wasn't, and it is only by the grace of God and his sovereignly moving earthly events that a Disney World vacation is possible. It costs a lot of money uh, to go to Disney, but when the Lord blessed me with the sale of my old house, I got the inspiration to celebrate with a February Florida trip and to take my wife and two youngest stepkids to the Magic Kingdom. No sooner did I have the inkling of an idea that we could do this uh, than I was booking the trip and making the dream come true. If you want something, you have to plan for it. And if you want to travel, you have to book it. But I want to encourage you today uh, to be responsible with the plans you make. I walk in the spirit, and frankly, a lot of the things I do come suddenly. But as my journey from my former life of addiction and brokenness to the light of freedom and victory can attest, sometimes our goals have to have an undetermined end date and will require walking and talking with God through deep, dark valleys of tribulation before we make it to the promised land. But even when you are walking on a trail of tears, you can have peace and joy with the Lord when you pray and follow what you believe to be God's plan for your life. So, to encourage you in establishing godly goals, I'm sharing mindful of Christ's Lauren Rosskilly's word uh, for Wednesday from this week, which is based on Proverbs 19.21, uh, which says, there are many plans, uh, let me, uh, there, um, you can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. Sorry about that. It was the NLT, and I was reading the wrong version. Um, Lauren's message is called God's Will, Not Yours. And she writes, How are you getting on with the goals or New Year's resolutions that you set at the beginning of the month, which was January? Um, did they align with God's plan for you? If they did, then you may be experiencing each day with God and his purpose, and one that is becoming more and more exciting. If that's where you are, we, we would love to hear what you're up to. Uh, do comment or reply to Mindful in Christ um, and let Lauren know. On the other hand, if they aren't aligned with God's will and purpose, then you may experience one of two things. Number one. You strive each and every day to hit those goals or resolutions. Perhaps you're even feeling overwhelmed. Or number two, you are plowing through full steam ahead in your determination and enjoying the feelings of being independent and self-sufficient. Either way, if you're not planning your life year, month, or day according to God's purpose, 
then his purpose will catch up to, with you in the end, whether he uses you or someone else. Surely it's better to align with him and his purpose. Then you will experience his love, peace, and abundance. More importantly, you'll be walking in the purpose of the creator of the world. Wow. Um, that was from Lauren Ross Kelly. And Lauren invites you to learn how to set godly goals by clicking on the link on the blog today, uh, which is mindfulofchrist.net, how to set godly goals, um, where you can see her teaching on how to, how, how to be a piece of Papa's art. Papa's art is Lauren's acronym uh, for a process of setting goals with God that involves prayer, aligning with God's will, having peace, and setting goals with God that are accessible, specific, attainable, relevant, and timely. As Lauren states, it's better to align with God and his purposes for our lives. And Mindful in Christ offers you a free download of Lauren's teaching that includes charts where you can be specific and writing out what you hope to accomplish, and even includes a calendar to track your progress. So go to mindfulofchrist.net, how to set godly goals to get yours. Today's Bible verse comes to us from the Quick Scripture Reference for Counseling by John G. Cruis. And this morning's meditation verses, or verse, how do we say that, um, <laughs> comes, to, comes from the section on communication, gossip, and lying. Uh, today's verse is Exodus 20, 16, uh, from the New American Standard Bible. It says, You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Today's verse is the first of two passages of Scripture that fall under the seventh point of the our Counseling Reference Guide's resource section on communication, gossip, and lying. And that seventh point is, God forbids us to lie. He wants us to speak the truth. Today's verse is one of the Ten Commandments, and it is what I paraphrase when I give the first rule of Christian discipleship, which is, stop lying. As Christians... We are to be obedient to God's law, and because we are trying to become more and more like Jesus and represent the truth, the way, and the life, we should be honest and forthcoming in speaking the truth, even if it is hard or isn't pretty. Not only is telling the truth the right thing to do, but it also just happens to give you an enormous sense of peace. When you stop lying, you don't have to cover your tracks anymore. You don't have to look over your shoulder and be burdened by remembering which lies you told to who. When you just tell it like it is, the truth will set you free. That's why it's, it's what I call this first rule of Christian discipleship. Walking in the Spirit is supposed to set you free. And when you speak the truth, you walk out of the darkness and begin to experience the righteous, good, faithful, and holy life of peace and joy that the Lord wants you to know. So keep it real, tell the truth, and keep walking and talking with God. As always, I invite all to go to mtforchrist.org where I always share insights from prominent Christian theologians and counselors to assist my brothers and sisters in Christ with their walk. Today we continue sharing from According to Your Word, Morning and Evening Through the New Testament by Stephen F. Alford, which is a collection of devotional journals from 1940 and 41. And uh, this Alford's uh, uh, devotional um, prompts people to read a chapter of the Bible in the morning and the evening. Um, and um, 
um, he's walking through the New Testament. So today's chapter would be Matthew 24. So if you need to read the Bible, there's 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 a prompting, uh, Matthew 24. Uh, and from Matthew 24, Alford highlights uh, verse 48, and the Word of God says, My master is delaying his coming. And Stephen Alford writes, It is one of the devil's greatest achievements to perpetrate this falsehood. For falsehood it is. The scriptures declare... The Lord is not slack concerning his promise of his coming, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish. That's from 2 Peter 3, 9. The, the, and Alfred continues to write, The apostle says the time is short, 1 Corinthians 7, 7 29. The Lord Jesus says, Behold, I am coming quickly, Revelation 3, 11. Nevertheless, there are those who are controlled by their own lust by the devil, who say, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as from the beginning. Second Peter 3, 4. The apostle replies that these people are willingly ignorant of the word of God. Alfred finishes his devotional by praying, O Lord, make your coming a living reality in my life, that the hope may purify my heart even as you are pure. That concludes our sharing from According to Your Word by Stephen F. Alford. And Alford, you know, and and that's the great hope of, of the gospel. Uh, you know, the culmination of, of world history will be the return of Christ, a thousand-year reign, and then, and then another rebellion, and then the final putting away of Satan, and, uh, a new, a new Jerusalem, a new heaven, a new earth. So, you know, I was thinking about this, you know, um, this morning, and I'm like, we're in the prequel. We're not even, we're not even there yet. You know, as, as long as we think uh, uh, human history has been, um, there's going to be another, you know, according to the word, um, Jesus is going to come back and rule for a thousand years on the earth. You know, so if you have a spiritual view of, of, of Christianity is as you die and go to heaven forever ever amen uh, that's a false view that's a non that's a non-biblical view um, that doesn't include the revelation of Jesus Christ uh, which speaks of his coming kingdom uh, here on the earth and then and then a new earth you know so it's it's you know uh, don't get it twisted. You know, there's a, there are good teachers uh, about the end times. Uh, John, if John MacArthur and Perry Stone can agree uh, on a pre-tribulation rapture and a millennial kingdom, and, you know, that goes with, you know, most all of the church fathers uh, that came before us, um, you know, that's what the Word says. Um, you know, they, they look at the Word and they, they speak the Word. And uh, they may have different approaches and different, you know, doctrinal beliefs here and there, but um, many people believe in a pre-tribulation rapture and uh, and all these things because it's in Scripture. Um, so it should give us a great hope. And even though, um, you know, Jesus might not show up today and we may go into heaven uh, waiting for his coming, um, you know, when it's accomplished, you know, suddenly it'll all be done. Um, if you've ever had to wait for something, for a long time, and then have it suddenly accomplished, and it's a good thing. 
you know, you, you sort of forget about the waiting. Um, you know, the suffering from day to day until that day is really, you know, you, you can remember it. You know, yeah, I had to wait a long time for that, but now it's done. And, you know, that'll, that'll be the way we feel when Jesus uh, comes back. Um, except for it'll be even more glorious because it'll be Jesus and we'll be in the presence of the Lord. It's, it's something you can't, it'll be better than Disney World. Um, much better, I'm sure. <laughs> Not for nothing. The happiest place on earth can uh, just go and you'll see the children cry. What? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, you'll see what selfishness looks like and gluttony and drunkenness. Um, yeah. And sexual immorality. Um, it's all at the Magic Kingdom. Um, oh, boy. Because people are there. And, yeah, they bring it with them. Anyway. <laughs> so, so it is Friday. I am looking uh, to go to the Magic Kingdom of Easton after work uh, to be with my beloved wife at our countryside home. So I'm looking forward to the day um, flying through. So uh, let's get to it by praying. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for another day in your kingdom. Lord, thank you so much for the blessings you've given us. Uh, the freedom alone from the darkness of my addiction. The freedom from bad relationships and, uh, well, it's just bad relationships, you know, throughout my life. Um, and, and the blessings that have come, um, the way you move things, Lord, for the good of all those who love you and are called according to your purpose is just magnificent. And so, uh, let's pray, uh, for those, uh, I pray for the people who might be listening or reading this message, um, that they would be encouraged that when they're walking and talking with God, they're on the right path. And uh, Lord, we just pray for you to come alongside them and their prayer requests and their walk of faith and um, and help them. Uh, Lord, like you help me. And uh, I'll, I'll continue to take your help because I need it every day. Um, for your guidance, your wisdom, your love um, is, is amazing and I need it. Um, so I'm asking for it today, Lord. I pray for you to go before me. Open my eyes to the things you want me to see and lead me in the way I should go. Because all I want to do is uh, represent you in your kingdom, Lord, and uh, to do it in love and truth and uh, peace. So uh, we pray for you to go before us, Lord. We thank you. We praise you. We love you. And we pray all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.